Is your world a little crazy and off-kilter at the moment? Feeling a bit frazzled? Well then, you've found the perfect place to regain some quiet today. Welcome to the Sweet Sela Moments Podcast, where we study His Word and encourage one another. The Sweet Sela Moments Podcast is a cooperative production of Word Radio and Sweet Sela Ministries. Welcome to the Sweet Sela Moments Podcast. We are so glad you decided to spend some time with us today. I have a question for you today. What are you doing right now as you listen? I listen to podcasts when I drop off my kiddos, and I'm driving home in the car, or when I'm folding laundry or doing dishes. It helps me pass the time for those less fun tasks. (laughs) How about you? We love to hear from our listeners. What are you doing as you listen? Write us at sweetsela.org slash podcast and let us know. Today, we are on episode 71, and our title is, My Heart, His Home. Sharon, I can remember as a little girl being told Jesus would come into my heart if I asked him. How about you? Me too. That was the (laughs) phrase, ask Jesus into your heart. All the Sunday school teachers and vacation Bible school people were always saying, have you asked Jesus into your heart? (laughs) I think it might be a little confusing for a kid. It really Mm. wasn't for me. I I don't know that I understood it, but I just wanted Jesus close and... Mm the heart seemed close, right? right? <laughs> but for um, some, it might seem strange. The heart is a little organ in there that pumps blood. Mm-hmm. So how does Jesus get in there? Do I eat him? You know, right. kind of thing. <laughs> but um, but I, maybe it's just that my parents did a really good job of explaining um, oh. it to us. And maybe it's part of our theme, my heart is his home. Yeah. If you think of opening the door and letting someone into your home, mm-hmm. it's almost like you're opening the door to yourself and saying, come on in, right, kind of thing. So (laughs) it's kind of interesting. So I think, too, you have to help a child understand the spirit of a person is separated from their body. Yes. You know, we've got this physical body, but there's something in us that isn't that. That's Mm -hmm. not just blood and muscle and sinew. And, you know, I think the first time I really got it wasn't till college, Mm. I was living with a lady who had multiple sclerosis. And um, yeah, I loved her so much. Georgia Smith. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I I got free room and board there because I took care of her for the state and she needed help. I cooked her meals and did things like that. And she was a lot older than me. And uh, her body was just failing. Even eating was an effort because her hands shook like crazy. You know, even getting a glass up, half of it would spill. But she still was determined to do as much as she could by herself, (laughs) right? So, and we were sitting talking one evening because we did that a lot. And I thought, you know what? She is not her body at Mm -hmm. all. I'm getting to know this woman, not, not as the sort of broken old lady, you know, that I first saw her as, this victim I was being nice to, I got to know Georgia. I mean, she was like my first friend that was 40 years older than me, too. I didn't even know that was possible. Can you be friends (laughs) with somebody 40 years older? Yes, you can. You can. (laughs) And I was. And we became buds. And we laughed together, and we had our own little jokes. I mean, we lived together. We were roomies, right? Right. That's so cute. (laughs) Yeah. So, but what it showed me more than anything was that the essence of Georgia Smith Mm. was not related to a failing, crumbling um, mass of flesh and bone and blood. Mm. There was something in her that was alive that was more than that. And that's what we're doing when we ask Jesus into our heart. We're saying, come into the 
part of me that will always be yeah. the eternal part, right? Right. Yeah, because like when you see someone who's dead, you know that 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 spark has gone out mm. of them. All the oh, body yeah. parts are still there, right? But that breath of life is gone. Yeah. So um, that was a long answer to your question, <laughs> but <laughs> there a very you good go. one though. <laughs> so how do you, how do you help your kids <clears throat> understand this concept? Yeah of Jesus in the heart or Jesus, our heart, his home. Yeah, it's, as a kid, I, I was just thinking back to what you said about like a little, I always mentioned like a little Jesus, like in a little door oh. into my heart too. Like it's funny, the visual, like he's living in my heart. Like it's so tiny though. And like, where's that from? God but, was big. <laughs> right. We're like, well, yeah. okay. But it is, it's, you know, you always hear it growing up and you, I just kind of accepted it. Like, okay, he's in my heart. But if you really think about it, like, you know, it's a muscle, it's not really a place. It's kind of hard. It feels too big to explain sometimes. It does. So, you know, I kind of approached it similar to like, well, let's define what the spirit is versus the body so talking to the girls about their spirit and it how right. it's real we can't see it. it's like our thoughts or the wind but it's very real and then uh-huh. when jesus comes into our heart he kind of like supercharges that spirit into like our soul that goes to be with yes. him someday you yes. know yes exactly so just kind of like helping them to see other um, non-physical things and then relate it to their their soul you know and jesus that. is that part yeah but it's tough it's a big concept it is <laughs> but it's good to introduce it early i think yeah. because uh, right from the get-go, our kids need to know that we're more than just flesh. Yes, you know absolutely. That there's a part of us that is different from that, and that's yeah. the part, actually, we need to be the most concerned about, because that's what grows our personality, that grows uh, the love, joy, peace, patience, all that good stuff yeah. that we need. You know, that doesn't come from, you know, sinew. Right? That's <laughs> true. It's another part of us. So, anyways, very, very cool. Yeah. So, today... We are going to look at one of my favorites in Ephesians. Oh, nice. <laughs> I love this part so much. It's it's kind of a soul care prayer, mm-hmm. but it's also an encouragement to feel the wonder of Christ making his home in us. Mm-hmm. We're being a temple of sorts. We house God's spirit. That's I'm wild. looking at you right now. <laughs> like you have God's spirit in your body. Isn't that crazy? It is so crazy <laughs> and so amazing that God would deign Mm. to live in us, to say, I will be so close to you that I'll be in you. And Jesus saying to his disciples when he left, something better is happening here. Trust me. I'm physically here now, but I can only be in one place at one time. When I leave, my spirit is going to be able to be in everyone that wants it. That's so cool. He's that close to us. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So, But in order to understand this particular passage... We actually have to go back to the beginning of Ephesians 3, even though today we're looking at the end. Mm. Um, So would you read for us the beginning again? Ephesians 3, 1 through 3, because there's going to be kind of like this parenthesis Mm. that we just looked at. So let's go back to the beginning. We're done the parenthesis. We're going to get the end, (laughs) but remind us of it. Okay. So back to Ephesians 3, 1 through 3. When I think of all this, I, Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus for the benefit of you Gentiles, Assuming, by the way, that you know God has gave me the special responsibility of extending his grace to you Gentiles. As I briefly wrote earlier, God himself revealed his mysterious plan to me. So Paul's starting to say something, and then he mm. goes, but, you know, as I briefly wrote earlier, God himself revealed his mysterious plan yeah. to me, and we've just <laughs> talked about that. So he's exciting. done that. Yeah. Right. So now we're getting back to the other stuff that came before that. Mm. We've talked about grace being what saves us, how we were created to be his masterpieces, his poems, and the thinking about that grips him. But 
he goes on into a side thing then, assuming, by the way, that you know God gave me a special responsibility. Right. <laughs> he talks about that. Last week, we looked at that mysterious plan. He talks mm. about that, bringing into the kingdom, God wanting to save all of us, not just the special people. Mm. Um, so now we're coming back to that. So I'm going to pick it up at verse 12 and read to the end of the chapter, which is what we are studying today. Mm. So remember, Ephesians 3.1 starts with the phrase, when I think about all this. Hmm. Then he does all the side stuff. So now he's going back to when I think about all this. And this is his conclusion about mm. what he had thought about in all this other stuff. All so right. here we go. Verse 12. And then, oh, I'm reading the whole thing. It says, all right, I will. <laughs> um, because of Christ and our faith in him, we can now come boldly and confidently into God's presence. So please don't lose heart because of my trials here. I am suffering for you. So you should feel honored. And here's the phrase again that we just heard. Like verse. verse 14. <laughs> when I think of all this, hmm. I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious, unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will go down into God's love and keep you strong. And, and may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. Mm. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Oh, now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us, to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Wowzers. <laughs> that is a really he's good like, He's just going off. I love it. It's so rich and amazing. Yeah. You, know? you know, my word for the year is abide. Mm. And Paul is putting this into practice right in the middle of the letter. Mm. You know, he's so overwhelmed by God's plan and his grace and his love for us. He just can't stand it. So he falls to his knees and prays like in the middle of the letter. I love that. <laughs> he just can't, he can't not glorify God right. in the moment. He's like, wow, you're amazing. I need to tell you this. <laughs> yes, yes. And so then he goes off on this. It's a oh. wonderful reaction. Oh, it is. <laughs> oh, my word. When we're abiding with Christ, we recognize that he's with us every single minute. Mm. I mean, his heart's our home. He's right there. So basically, at any moment, we can stop talking about him or other stuff and just talk directly to him. Mm. The psalmists do that all the time. They do. They're like, God is this. Oh, Lord, you're great. And you're like, wait, what just happened here? <laughs> you were talking about him. Now you're praying. <laughs> well, we could do that because God's always here. He's yeah. always kind of a part of the conversation. <laughs> we should remember that. He's yeah. always part of our conversation. Yes. <laughs> hmm. So that's what Paul does. He falls to his knees and starts talking to his heavenly father, and he lets us in on it. So we can mm. see what he says and he feels. It's so intimate. Mm. And maybe that's why I like it. Yeah. I love being close. And it's all about Paul feeling close to God. Mm. And it's just a stellar example of how we should respond to God in the moment when something strikes us. Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, we should be bursting into random acts of prayer all the time. I know. Right? We really should be. <laughs> <laughs> so I love how Paul in verse 15 continues to talk about the Father 
So look at verse 15 for me. Maybe reread it and then tell me how does Paul describe God there adding to the word father? After he falls to his knees to pray to him, he said he calls him the creator of everything in heaven and earth. So he calls him the creator and I think so much more than just our father, he is creator God, you know, a wonderful creative inventor of everything everywhere. So not just father, but maker of us. So he knows best how we work. He sure does. He put us together. Yes. He knit us together. Yes, every little part, yeah. even the quirky yeah. ones. <laughs> so yeah, because if you think of a normal human father, mm. he didn't knit us together. Right. You know, he started us off, but that was about <laughs> it, right? But God not only is our dad, our yeah. Abba father, but he knows us every mm. part. He knows our DNA. Right. Down so to our amazing. very little cells. Yeah. So he knows, he put us, so he knows what's absolutely, un- irrefutably, but what's best for he us. He sure does. Also, he knows the future. That helps too. True. Yeah. <laughs> That's a helpful thing. To- <laughs> it is, because then he knows what we ought to be doing based right. on what's going to happen next, which we never know. No. As and I don't know, we can. You, so many times I'm like, well, if I knew what was going to happen next, I know what to decide. No, it's so maddening not to be able to control that. <laughs> yeah. You look at your child and you're like, well, if you go to this school, what will happen to you? If you go right. to that school, what will happen to you? You don't know. You don't know. You have to trust, and it's so hard sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So then in verse 16, we dive into the prayer itself. And verse 16 starts off with, I pray that from his glorious, unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Hmm. You know, Nicole, he's praying here, but he's also helping us notice God's attributes still. Yeah. Right? (laughs) He's like, I want you to notice this. He's got power. He's got glorious, unlimited resources. Mm. And so when I pray this, I can pray with confidence that he's he's got the ability to do what I'm praying, you know, which is really nice. So so he's the father. He's the perfect Abba dad who loves, Mm. cares, protects. He's also creator of absolutely everything. So that makes him powerful beyond comprehension. What are we learning next in verse 16? He has un- I just, the unlimited and glorious resources. That's just wild. Yeah. And that he empowers us and gives us inner strength through his spirit. Um, it's so funny. Last night we were doing a little devotional with the kids. Yeah. And um, it's the Louis Giglio. Um, oh, how yeah. I think it's the Arab... Uh, is it how great they are? The one that's science. He talks about the, the science and how one. cool God yeah. is. Yeah. This one was about the sun and comparing like the sun would be an elephant if the world if the earth was a golf ball and how big the sun is. And God just breathed and the sun came out. Like he created in a breath and that immense power comes in and dwells in us. And the girls were just like, whoa, like to to think about that. Like, well, how do we like, okay guys, we have this power. How do we activate this power? And they're like, I don't know. (laughs) What do we do? This is huge. Like, okay, we know he's got power. How do we activate it? So we were talking about praying and asking God to help us, like, be nice to our sister. And Ellie's like, yeah, I see God's power in me when I didn't want to hit Charlotte earlier. I'm like, there we go. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm with Ellie. Thank you for preventing me from hitting someone. (laughs) But she got it so quickly, that that beautiful connection to his glory. But she's like, oh, yeah, I just asked God and he helps me do that. I'm like, you've already been doing Doing it. You've been walking in the spirit yes, like, yes, oh, I yes. wish I had your faith, you know? <laughs> Isn't that so cool? And self-control, really, it takes a tremendous amount of power to control yes. oneself. Oh, yes, especially with heated big emotions. Oh, my word, with big emotions, exactly. Yeah. And we have that power. We and, do, and, and it's too available. often we forget it. I know. I you know? forget so often. Sharon. Oh, man, I'll be in a situation where somebody's mad at me and they're yelling at me or something. And <laughs> if I would just pray and say, oh, I have unlimited power within me, Lord, so I kind of need it right now. Right. 
it would help. I know. Yes. So many times we just stopped and prayed first for that power. So pretty amazing. But he's ready. He's ready to empower us and give us this through his spirit. Yes. Anytime. Yes. We got to remember this, yes. people. We got to do it. <laughs> yes, we do. We're given that inner strength because of that. And he's yes. given us those resources. Mm. We just have to remember they're there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> God's the one who says that they that wait on the Lord will renew their strength, right? Mm. You know, yes. I mean, really, when we're weakest, we've got to tap into that power mm. because it's when we wait on him that he can give us strength we don't have ourselves. Right. Oh, so. That's so good. So can you ever think of a time where you just felt like you had no strength and you really, <laughs> really needed his to kick in? I mean, I had that with Dad Gamble a lot. I was just oh, yeah. so tired. But God's strength would take over when mine was non-existent. Mm, yeah. yeah. How about you? Motherhood. <laughs> caregiving role, isn't it? It's caregiving. It? Yes. It's, it requires yes. so much of you because you're constantly have, you have to die to yourself and, and learn not to be selfish and learn to care for someone that else. That is so, so it's, true. It's this twofold struggle yeah. against yeah. your sin nature. That's so true. And, the, and that's that power thing again. I need power to struggle against myself. Yes. And my desire to stay in bed and ignore them crying. Yes. It's very, you know, motherhood has, um, yeah, I've been surprised how often it's brought me to my knees yeah. and how often I've needed his strength and how when I have waited on him and called on him, he has though, he's come through every time oh. and I need to do that more <laughs> but you know even now that my kids aren't in that baby stage and the scary early stuff it's still you know every day is just so it's challenging it to is. raise children you it know it's very so very I need his strength a lot in motherhood yes every indeed <laughs> and you know I, I it never stops mm. you pray for your kids now you yeah. pray for strength I'm still praying for my kids mm. in different situations they're in and it's my it's my honor and privilege that my daughters want me to Right? Yes. I know that. I know not everybody has that. And I can still go to my mommy. I know. At I love 88. <laughs> and say, Mom, I need prayer. Yeah. And she will. Yeah. And then she'll come back to me and say, I prayed about that. How did it go? Oh. <laughs> so it never stops. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's good. We got to keep those prayer yeah. muscles going. Yeah. Then. <laughs> it changes. It yes. changes. Yeah. But always we need to call in his power on behalf of our children. Mm. It's it's a wonderful thing that we as Christian moms get to do for our it's kids. It's so wonderful we have that. I couldn't imagine yeah. doing this without God. Oh, I can't either. I couldn't no. do it no. without God. No, 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 no. And like when Mary has a problem and she's living in Europe, it's not mm. like I can go help her. Right. But I can pray. Yeah. And I know that the same God that lives in me lives in her mm. there. And that her. as I'm praying here, He's touching her on my behalf oh, there. I it love is it. <laughs> it is so comforting to me because yeah. the mama bear in me wants me to always be there. Right. right? Can I'm raise thankful that you can pray and not zip over there every other week? Oh <laughs> yes, he is. He's like, Hello, I have needs to stay home. It's so fun. So this prayer that we're reading from Paul is a powerful prayer prayer to pray for those we love. Yeah. Isn't it? Yes, this whole thing one. is it gives us such good ideas on how to pray. So we know Paul loved those of Ephesians. I mm. mean, he just is pouring it out. He's just pouring it out. Mm. And they would surely need God's inner strength all their lives as they were persecuted and living in such a dark city. Oh, yeah. We talked about that at the beginning. Ephesus was not a fun place to live. Mm-mm. You know, basically demons were worshipped there and yeah. idols were worshipped there. And sometimes we forget that we have that strength. We've got to ask. He's yeah. always there. So. Oh, yeah. I love how verse 17 tells us the result of being empowered and strengthened from, you know, the spirit within if we wait on him and ask for that. Um, It says, then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And I do so love that illustration of roots and trees. Isn't it awesome? We talk about that before in different podcasts. And it's just, but it's such a great illustration, you know, that 
if we are a tree abiding in Christ, there's your word abide, you know, right. and being a tree growing by him, the living water, we can grow roots. And Sharon, in this crazy world right now, things are not going to get better. No, it's hard. <laughs> we keep thinking, we'll get through this. And another big crisis comes like, this world is not getting better. So, you know, as the end times approach, it will get even worse. So now more than ever, we need to grow our roots down deep in Christ. We do. We're going to be in serious trouble, we are. you know? Mm-hmm. And I so love the promise of God's love and how he will keep us strong. So we are guaranteed that he's the best place to abide and grow those roots. Absolutely. And what are we what are we sucking up from that? Yeah. We're, we're the nutrient is God's love, mm. God's strength, his the peace. fruit of the spirit, <laughs> yeah. his peace. Yeah. I mean, we're sinking our roots into eternal truth mm, instead true. of temporary things. If we sink our roots into the latest issue or we sink our roots into the latest fad, mm. it's it's flimsy. It, it can't is. hold us. Yep. We need it's eternal stuff. Distraction. Oh, yeah. We super need eternal stuff. So and I just <clears throat> love the um, the visual too of making Christ uh, making our heart Christ's home. Mm. Because you know, when he first enters and I, I, we talk about this a lot in Christianity Explained, and I oh, just love yeah. it. You know, we kind of let him in, but he might be just in the foyer, right? <laughs> in the hallway. Yeah, just and then he's like, <laughs> right, I need to redecorate the living room here, this part right. where you're, you know, dealing oh, with your husband. Yes. And you're like, oh, really, do you? Yes, I do. Okay, so then he kind of renovates there. This is the sanctification process, right? right? Oh, I love this visual. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, so let's walk over to your bank account. And you're like, mm. no, no, not my bank right? account. <laughs> Give me a week. Give me a week. <laughs> <laughs> and and we start to be refined in how we yeah. spend and how we give. Right. And he doesn't do it all at once because we would not be capable of it. And then oh. eventually he gets to the closet where we've stuffed the <laughs> yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. So that whole idea of making our heart his home mm. um, and him renovating and 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 fixing us and healing mm. us yeah. and and taking out the the junk. And opening the windows, letting sunshine in. (laughs) Exactly. It's just such a beautiful thought. And that's what he does. He sanctifies us. And that's the sanctification. So, yeah, he comes in when we're four years old or whenever. But then the rest of our lives, there's renovation needed. I know. Isn't it? It's it's the slowness of the renovation sometimes. But can't you just be like, you know, like quick fix. The whole house is perfect. Yes. Can we have a Mary Poppins little thing? No. But no, it's slow. So cool. Well, okay. So now Paul is just so fired up at all that God does in our hearts and amazed at the power of love and (laughs) drinking deeply from God's love, which of course only happens when we're abiding and at home. Mm. So he expresses his longing for these new believers to understand this love in verses 18 and 19. Mm. So he's just on a roll here. He wants so much for them to get it. He loves God's love and he Mm. wants them to love God's love. (laughs) love (laughs) So here it is again. And may you have the power to understand as all God's people should which means we should be understanding it today. How wide, how long, how high, how deep his love is. Mm. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. (laughs) Oh, what a thing I want to pray for my kids, that they'd experience the love of Christ. Mm. Then you'll be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. So why don't we learn about God's love through this part of the prayer? I, I love Paul. I love his description. I don't know if a more thorough de- defining could be found for love. No. God, there love. it is. Wide, Big, high, high, deep, deep high. <laughs> <laughs> but the more, the more we pray, the more complete we can 
begin to see how God's love is, I think. You know, we kind of get to see a little bit more of it, see how deep, like, oh, it keeps going. Oh, he loves me even through this. Right. You know, it's just, and knowing how love we are completes us and gives us that fullness of life and power. Um, My cousin, um, the one who adopts special need kiddos from all over the world. that dear cousin. Oh, she's amazing. Her, their little catchphrase is always, um, look what love can do. And they, you know, they show their journey with these kiddos. And it's incredible to see them change. And I just think about, you know, these children thriving underneath, um, you know, safe and loving human hands. And they love God too. So there's mm-hmm. Jesus there. Right, right, right. But that's just fragile human love. You know, like think that's about, so true. imagine what we could do for Christ if we realized how loved we really are and went out to share that amazing oh, love. Oh my goodness, others. Nicole. We'd take offense so less. Oh we'd be word. so secure in it was his just love. Like, it would change the world if Christians could just right. really re- soak right. this one person. I, I know, it would. And <laughs> if, if I could just soak this yes, one person. Yes, we are preaching to us. <laughs> yes. Like, I just need this tattooed on my forehead <laughs> to see every morning. You know, it's just amazing what... You know, it is. Love is so amazing. It is. It is. And then when we see hurting people that are hurting us, mm. what what do we want for them? That they'd get it. Yes. That they'd feel this that love. Because right. then they'd be filled up full. Right. And that would be, be so nice for them. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's heart is for the Ephesians in such an amazing way. Mm. You know, I, I'm just more confident to face the world and all the people mm. when I realize how special I am to God. Mm. It's what keeps me strong. Going deep with him and believing and entrusting in the love. So now he's finishing his prayer, kind of the way he began it, full of praise, because this whole thing is like, you know, I'm thinking about this and it makes me just praise God. So can you read the last two verses for us? Sure. Verse 20 and 21 says, Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen and amen. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I love how Paul reminds us that God is able to do way more Mm. than even we could think to ask. That wild. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we we experienced it when we dropped that $40,000 a year so Ray could be a Christian school yeah, teacher that's right. and never missed it. I mean, that's insane. We never missed that's the money. God. Like, what in the world did that? we do with all that? It doesn't money work on paper. It. Right. It doesn't work right. on paper and God's like, I get it. Right. It's just so beautiful. And that's when I started, um, you know, and kept filling in my little book of miracles as I just oh. kept a record to see what God did when their daddy stepped out in faith like that. And that's just so good so to keep records. Because he does so many little things that sometimes we just forget about. Like, oh, that was God that did that. It was God that gave you the extra clothing when you needed it. Or God that gave you a little vacation here. Or, you know, there's so many little Absolutely. things that I, I'm not very good at remembering. Mm-hmm. So I my, need my books. I, I need to start doing that. <laughs> I really my do. little legacy books. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so cool. Uh, it's so scary to step out in faith. <laughs> you know, but he never... He never, he never leaves us hanging, and I love that about God. It's such an opportunity to show how God can provide for us if we do step out in faith, you know, and especially for our kiddos. They see us doing that, you right, know? Right. Um, and, like, you guys stepped out in faith and took that huge pay cut, and um, we're about to step out in faith on something, and we're terrified. This is, yeah, it's scary, yeah, but... Yeah going through that is such a testimony to our children. I know God's going to come through. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, and that's the scary part. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he will. He will, yes. you know, and I just, yes. I can't, 
I can't wait to see what God will do. Oh my goodness. And the testimony it'll be yeah. on the other side. I want to get to the end of now, but I, know, I mean, <laughs> I know, I know. Let's be honest. It's hard in the middle, but it he does is. promise that all things work together for good yes. to those that love him and are called according to his purposes. So, you know, even if it doesn't work out exactly the way you want, he mm. will work it together it's for true. good. His, yep. he, that we can trust it. We really can. So I just think it was the coolest thing in this particular uh, part of scripture that Paul just up and quit talking theology on grace and mercy and God's <laughs> kindness and burst into a rhapsody of prayer and praise. I, I, I feel like in <laughs> mid-conversation, I should do that more. Could we just stop and praise God? I know. <laughs> so let me um, burst into some prayer now. <laughs> Perfect timing for it. <laughs> oh, Father. Thank you so much for the reminder that you made your home in my heart, Mm. that you're that close to me, that your love is in me because you are in me, that there's never a situation, no matter how horrifying, that I face alone, ever, because you're that close to me. I praise you for that love that doesn't quit. I praise you for that love that sticks with me in the hard and horrible times that doesn't walk away like a human being would be tempted to do. I praise you that you're with me in my messes as well as in my triumphs. Thank you, thank you for being the awesome God who will do way more than we ask or think or imagine Mm. in these crazy lives we're living. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wow. We hope the section of scripture becomes a favorite of yours as it has for us. We want so much for you to know, listener, that God loves you and wants to do renovation of your heart, making it his home and making you into all you were created to be. We'd love to hear from you. So don't forget to write us at sweetsela.org slash podcast. Donations are always gratefully accepted at sweetsela.org slash donations. Come back next week for episode 72. We're calling it Together is Better. We are so glad you stopped for a while with us. The Sweet Sela Moments podcast is a cooperative production of Word Radio and Sweet Sela Ministries. More information about this podcast can be found at sweetsela.org. Thank you for joining us.